0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Big Blonde and Beautiful, the podcast where we talk about fat representation in media. This week is a little bit different than our normal content. It's the start of our many episodes. These are all pre-recorded. So if you see me in like the same outfit and makeup for like however many episodes, that is why. It's a chance for me to reset and get new ideas and new guests for the next season, and also it still allows you guys to continue to be able to listen to this podcast while I do that. I decided that the theme for this um break will be fat celebrities slash public figures, our first public figure. That I'm going to be talking about is Cass Elliot. Let's get into it. So Cass Elliot was born as Ellen Naomi Cohen on September 19th, 1941, in Baltimore, Maryland. She's a Virgo, like yours surely. Um, Elliot adopted the name Cass in high school. Probably they said borrowing it from actress Peggy Cass, who was popular at the time. She assumed the surname Elliot. A while later, on um, the memory of a friend who had died, Elliot dropped out of high school despite having an IQ of reportedly 165.5. Initially, she tried to pursue a career on Broadway, but it was unsuccessful. And while in New York, she formed her first band, The Big Three, in 1963, which is when her career as a folk singer began. Then, in 1965, she formed the well-known band The Mamas and the Papas, which had John Phillips, Michelle Phillips, and Denny Doherty. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Sorry if I'm not. Originally, Phillips didn't want her in the band because she would ruin their image. He made a lot of excuses as to why he believed she didn't fit the image, but a lot of people speculate it was because of Cass's size. And though it was never confirmed, I have a hunch that's probably why. They produced hits such as California Dreamin' and Monday, Monday, but they ultimately broke up after only three years. That Didn't Stop Cass Elliott, however, in 1968, she began a successful solo career. In 1969, she had her first hit, It's Getting Better, and a year later, she released hits such as Make Your Own Kind of Music and New World Coming. And within six years, Elliot released five solo albums. Her last title, Don't Call Me Mama Anymore, released in 1973, which is referencing how people would call her Mama Cass." She felt like it put this role on her that she didn't sign up for, of like a motherly, matronly type thing. And she really didn't like the nickname, which is why I don't call her it in this episode. Cass did struggle throughout her life with drug use and continued weight gain and loss. She was constantly scrutinized for her weight, especially being in the public eye, and so she tried a lot of crash diets that did hurt her cardiovascular system. She unfortunately died on July 29th in 1974. Rolling Stone released an article stating that Cass died as a result of choking on a ham sandwich while in bed that was a lie. Cass actually died of heart failure. Heart disease is very common in women, and as I mentioned, she had done some crazy crash diets that really weakened her cardiovascular system. Because of this outlandish story and the fact that she did die from heart failure, many have used her death as a cautionary tale of what can happen when you're overweight. And a lot of people still believe the ham sandwich story. In reality, it was the pressure to lose weight that killed Cass Elliot. If you haven't listened to Cass's solo music or her music with Mamas and the Papas, I highly recommend you to do so. And if you want to learn more about her, there's, I've seen documentaries on her. I got this information from biography.com. I've heard some crazy things. She did some crazy stuff in just three years with the Mamas and the Papas, so she's definitely an interesting person, so. Go take a look at that and come back next week where we will discuss the life and career of Chris Farley. Until next time, stay fat and fabulous. Bye.